Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. This week, starring Chuck McCann as Benjamin Franklin. This week we find our villains that evil mastermind Dr. Steve and his sock-shaped assistant Fidget on the beach flying kites. They are taking a break from their usual day of traveling through time, stealing priceless historical artifacts, and selling them on eBay. Fidget, how do you get your kite to stay up in the air like that? Mine comes crashing down the moment it goes up. I see. The kite deflects the wind downward, creating lift. Go on. So fast-moving air over the kite creates higher air pressure underneath the kite, which causes the kite to rise. Wouldn't it just be easier to use stiff metal wire instead of string? Then you wouldn't even need the wind. I must say, though, this is rather relaxing. I get so stressed out when that cursed Dr. Floyd thwarts my plans to become rich and famous, but mostly rich. With him always stopping my evil deeds, it sure is hard to finance my evil empire. Well, uh, evil corporation. Okay, okay. Evil sole proprietorship. Well, anyway, I would have been home free this last time had it not been for Dr. Floyd reading the small print on that credit card sales slip with his bifocals. Oh, I wish bifocals had never been invented. Wait, that's it. Fidget, we could go back in time and... Just then a bolt of bright lightning comes out of the darkening sky and strikes Fidget's kite, blowing it to smithereens and knocking Fidget to the ground in a puff of smoke. Fidget, what are you doing? Oh, I get it. The lightning, the kite. Come on now, please, give me a little credit. I know that it was... Ben Franklin who invented bifocals, you didn't need to put on this whole getting hit by lightning game of charades. I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Or something. (laughs) Now come on, grab my Hello Kitty beach towel and swimmies, and let's go prevent Ben Franklin from inventing bifocals. As Dr. Steven Fidget head off towards their time and spaceship, let's check in with our hero Dr. Floyd, his young protege Dr. Grant, and their faithful robot companion Chips, who are, coincidentally, enjoying a day off lounging on the very same beach. 1001, 1000. Wow, that lightning hit only about a mile away down the beach, Chips. Poor little guy, still feeling the effects of that soda that was spilled on you? It's okay, being outside should help dry you out. Uh, say, Dr. Floyd. Aw, oh, look at him, Chips, sleeping there like a little baby. Isn't he cute? You know what we should do, Chips? We should bury him in the sand up to his neck and then sculpt the sand to look like a mermaid body, then take a picture of him. (laughs) Yeah, you're right, Chips. This is fun, and he's just sleeping right through it. Uh, No, Chips, don't bury his head. Hey, what in a dead blame tarnation? Oh, uh, uh, hey, Dr. Floyd. Uh, You fell asleep, and you were, um, uh, dreaming. Dreaming, huh? Then why is my mouth full of sand? Oh, that was probably that big Charles Atlas bully that came by and kicked sand in your face. Hmm. Well, okay. Just as long as you two guys weren't trying that sand sculpture mermaid thing again. Oh, no, Dr. Floyd. Never. I got sand in my eye, too. Can't stand getting things in my eye. Is that why you don't wear contacts, Dr. Floyd? Well, yes, I do get a little woozy feeling when I think about putting things in or near my eyes. But I also have these trusty, unbreakable bifocals that help me out in any situation. I've had them for years. Wouldn't leave home without them. Plus, ladies like a man who wears glasses. Let me put them on so you can see how good I look in them. Oh, 
How'd you get over there? Uh, ran quickly? Anyway, I think it might start to rain. There was a lightning strike down the beach a few minutes ago. Maybe we should leave. Yeah, you're probably right. Let's pack up. Dr. Grant, hand me my Barney Fife beach towel and swimmies. Don't want to forget these. This is my... <laughs> Dr. Steve has made a time jump. I thought he was taking the day off, too. Come on, grab the shovels and let's go. Our heroes quickly dig up their time and spaceship that they had buried in the sand for safekeeping and take off into the time and space stream. As they do, let's catch up with Dr. Steve and Fidget, who have landed in Philadelphia in 1783. Here we are, Fidget. The home of Benjamin Franklin. Go ahead and knock on the door. Is that the best you can do with your little string-like arms? Come on, put some muscle into it. Ooh, very nice. Hang on a second. I'm coming. <laughs> Almost there. Just have to move a few items here and there. Hold on. I'll be with you in a minute. Please. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, uh, the maid had the day off. Oh, I see. Uh, well, good day to you, Mr. Franklin. Oh, good day, good day. Now, what can I do for you two gentlemen? Well, we are two aspiring inventors. We were wondering if we could have the greatest inventor of all time. Take a look at our latest invention and give us your opinion on it. Oh, inventors? Whoa, my kind of people. Come on in, come on in. Let me show you what I've been working on. Dr. Stephen Fidger cautiously follow Ben into his cluttered house. There, they see stacks of papers with doodles on them, old copies of Poor Richard's Almanac, and piles of wire, metal, wood, and bits of string scattered everywhere. Boy, it looks like the maid has had more than just one day off. What's that you said? Uh, nothing. Now look, uh, we want to show you our invention here. Oh, that's right, yes, I, I see. You wanted to see my inventions. Let's see here. Uh, no, actually, sir. Here we go. Look at this one. This is a doozy. That is indeed quite impressive, sir. I oh, was... Oh, you're darn right. It's impressive. I call it the electric can opener. You see, you just take this can here, and you put it in here like this. Then you take this, and I call it the plug. See? Now you just plug it in, and now let me see. Maybe I first better invent the electric outlet. <laughs> but anyway, you plug it into this electric outlet, which I will um, uh, invent in a little while, and then... Uh, uh, mm, Yes, and then... And then you wait. You wait for... Well, you wait for lightning to strike. I see. Uh, you can only open one can at a time, though. Guess it still has a few bugs to be worked out. But seeing as cans aren't even going to be invented for another ten more years... Uh, I got lots of time. Well, that's great, sir. Really fantastic. Now, I was hoping you could look at the plans for our invention. Oh, sure. Let me see. Oh, 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 yes, uh-huh. Well, what do you think? I think I need to invent bifocals. I can't see a darn thing here. Ooh, here we go, Fidget. Uh, bifocals, Mr. Franklin? Yes, I have this big stack of old eyeglasses I got from the Lions Club. I was thinking of taking the lenses out of the old pairs, cut them in half, and then combine the lenses in one set of frames. Then I could see everything clearly. Well, if you need to see clearly, why not just... Just use our other latest invention. Oh, what's that? I call them contact lenses. Wow, contact lenses. Would you look at how small they are? How do they work? Well, you slip one in each eye, and then they, uh, well, they, um, well, they help you see better. Oh, let me see. I'll give them a try. Hey, look at this. They're even in my prescription. Here we go. 
Oh, left eye, and then the right eye. Ah! Oh, there we are. Well? Whoa, these are great. These are amazing. It's like getting a brand new set of eyes. I told you you would like them. Like them? I love them. Oh, you boys are really out of something here. How did you come up with the idea for these? Well, uh, we, uh, uh, help me out here, Fidget. <laughs> Well, you know, it it uh, it just sort of popped into my head. Well, sometimes that's all it takes. Just one little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. Yes, I heard that once when I was in Florida. Well, anyway, I guess that now that you have contact lenses, there's no need to invent bifocals. You're right. And that frees me up to pursue my one true desire. Ooh, and what's that? I've always wanted to open a hot dog stand. A hot dog stand? Yeah. Ben Frank's Franks. Oh, that sounds great, sir. Dr. Stephen Fidget have prevented Ben Franklin from inventing bifocals. Let's check in with Dr. Floyd, Dr. Grant, and Chips and see how they plan to stop him. Okay, we're in Philadelphia in 1783. Where are Dr. Stephen Fidget, Chips? <laughs> he says to give him a second. His time and space travel device tracker is a bit on the fritz and it takes longer to warm up. Dag nabbit, Dr. Grant. You shouldn't have let him drink all that soda. I told you, Dr. Floyd. I didn't let him drink it. The bottle fell from the shelf and broke open on him. Oh, sure. I know how much that little calculating robot loves his soda. He conned you into letting him have some, and then you... Chips has located Dr. Steve. They're in the house of Benjamin Franklin. Now, which part of town is that in? I don't know. Let me look at this map of historic Philadelphia. Well? Dr. Grant, I... Can't read this map. Why? Are your bifocals not working? Bifocals? What are bifocals? I, I, I don't know what bifocals are. It's like the word was just erased from my head. What word? Oh no, by preventing Benjamin Franklin from inventing bifocals, Dr. Steve has left Dr. Floyd practically blind. How will Dr. Floyd, Dr. Granite Chips prevent Dr. Steve's evil plot against bifocals when they don't even know what bifocals are? What evil plans will Dr. Steve carry out now that his arch nemesis can't see past the end of his nose? And just what slogan will Ben Franklin use for his Hot dog stand. Early to bed, early to rise will help make a man healthy, wealthy, and hungry for Ben Frank's Franks. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Find out next week on the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. This episode of the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd is brought to you by ActionFigureRacks.com. What do you collect, you whippersnapper? This is Jack Ward, and from every one of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice, and we'll always be here for you daily at Mutual.